0: An unmatched dual threat. Have you ever been to a volcano? No, no. When it was erupting? You're listening to Super Bowl. they're a bunch of guys
1: who ain't never played the game, it's
0: pretty. It's so pretty. We <laughs> just
2: fell off the <laughs> That's what you say, man. supposed to be the franchise player and we're
0: in here talking about Super
2: Hoopers. That's terrible. matt do
1: you have a mustache uh oh i have the uh so i have the cosmetic i have you, do you know in the zoom videos you can make yourself look better and if you go <laughs> do you guys know this so okay <laughs> well, just, we'll uh, just, not we'll just what we'll feature i really need let's just, but let's start. we'll just We'll just roll on this, okay? So if you go... Yeah, right. This is this is useful information for everybody out there. So if you go into Zoom, if you go into the side of the video, um, uh-huh. the little arrow, uh-huh. you, go video, you go video settings, okay? There is... And then in the video settings, there's a little thing you can check that says, touch up my appearance. So if oh, you check so that, yeah, just did. It, it touches up your appearance. So if you have terrible skin oh. like me, it makes... It like like for like people who were like look good or whatever it doesn't really probably doesn't do much but for me who I, I have like awful skin like real splotchy acne scarred skin oh. so it really makes difference and so like literally I've been recording all my videos with the touch up thing on like if and my students if my students ever saw Wait, me so in person I'm, they probably I'm, wouldn't I'm recognize sorry. me
2: this is a roundabout way of saying it added the weird mustache to your face no so
1: it's like I do I do have like. As much facial hair as I could probably grow right now, but it's like making it look weird because it's like trying to erase it. So let me take the touch-up appearance off. You'll we'll see the difference. Okay, you ready? look
2: like a pedophile. You there look like
1: it's off. An it's absolute off. It's pedophile. Off. Do you see it? Do you see Ooh. the mustache now? Let Ooh. me put it back on.
0: Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. Wow. Yeah, right. yeah, my, yeah. My, my
2: wife has an app like this. You know, Yeah, like exactly. You know, softens you know, the uh softens the lighting softens the the facial exactly features.
1: you can do it i mean you could do it in post too when you're editing a video you could like do cosmetic makeup or vi- like whatever uh vfx Should makeup you, though? i always if i'm ever in a video where i'm in it i'd like spend probably like 40 hours working on my appearance in those videos like like oh i spend gosh. all my visual effects power to try set to make myself look good to look I mean, to I'm, look like that i'm rarely in my videos but yeah zoom just does it naturally yeah. It, like I don't no joke. It wow. probably takes about seven years off my appearance. So <laughs> yeah, Cause you it also because it gets you can't have glasses on. You can't get rid of all the eye wrinkles too. So yeah, it's wild. Anyways, all right. Little tip, little tip for the listeners out there before we get started. This is the Super Hoopers inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. Uh, anything going on? Anything going on in the NBA this week?
2: <laughs> no, no, on? no. I haven't had any basketball to watch. What the fuck? What the fuck? Guys? Uh, back yeah, to you basketball. know You know it's big. <laughs> Short open
1: dribble. When my uh, when my grandma calls me and my grandma's like, "Uh just so you know, there's no games tonight if you're trying to watch." And I'm like, "Yeah, grandma. I know." <laughs> uh so after the shooting of Jacob Blake, uh Sunday, I believe, was the shooting. Uh the and I guess because of because of the inaction on um um charging the officer involved, uh the Milwaukee Bucks Boycotted or strike, I guess is the correct word. People really care about getting the correct terminology, boycott or strike. They, uh, they, they striked, uh, or boycotted game five. Um, and then this caused domino effect of all the other, other teams boycotting in a, uh, I guess what turned out to be a pause in the NBA season. So was that, was that
0: yeah. Tuesday? Is it Tuesday that it all happened?
1: It no,
2: Wednesday, Wednesday, I think. Wednesday,
1: Wednesday, yeah.
0: Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's key all to right. note that, also MLB canceled games. Uh, yes.
2: It was like up to each team though. Like you know, obviously yeah. there wasn't like a, a league wide uh cancellation. And then we don't need to get into like the happenings of MLB and Rob Manfred. No, no, but let's not. No one cares. He about that. uh yeah. But it was uh, Adam, it was so I think it's I, just basically like <laughs> players have much more um Power in the NBA than they do in the MLB, and Rob Manfred was trying to like basically override the players' desire to boycott the game yesterday. The in the the Mets um, Marlins game, he he wanted them to take the field, leave, which they did, and then wanted them to come back an hour later and play the game. <laughs> so,
1: um, so basically, what it sounds like what happened is the Bucks didn't really plan on this being like a league-wide thing they were just like
2: the, yes the, the, sh-
1: the shooting was in wisconsin so they felt it was incumbent upon them to be the team that boycotted they did it and then it set off this chain, chain and, dominoes. Jo- and
2: george hill was the ca- the catalyst basically he was the <laughs> yeah. one that really pushed the team to
1: and strike. they uh, they gave a message afterwards a message i missed people who are not privy to the text message i did not even see that the bucks gave a message for basically a whole day while this was happening. Yeah. So Super Hoopers they almost canceled.
0: Super Hoopers almost was very, very,
2: very Well, I was heated. operating under
1: the assumption that they just boycotted and never had a statement. And so I was this like, what's going on here? Why are they boycotting without have, actually having demands? I, I,
2: I will say, like, so, so they did that in the tunnel, and the whole team was together, and they, like, they read a statement. But, like, I, I, I will say, like, not to be like, oh, MSM – Fucking but like it it was it was not covered as much as it should have.
1: No, that's my that's my point. Like I get all my NBA news from Reddit and it was like not even on like wasn't like here are the Bucks reasons for boycotting. Like here's what they want. And it was very specific. They they were they were very specific. We want the legislator to Mm -hmm. come back. We want, uh, you know, we want an investigation into the shooting, and, and it's like, and they got um, on the
2: phone with the Wisconsin Attorney General, did they not? Yeah,
1: and they were like, we want accountability. Yeah. Essentially, we want accountability for police officers. It was very like well reasoned statement. It was, just, but all we saw was uh, NBA's boycotting. Uh, these these now these players are boycotting. The season may be over. LeBron James walks out of a meeting. Like that's how it was reported. Instead of, you know, the Bucks. The Bucks boycotted the game with these, with the following, you know, with the following uh, demands, following things that they wanted to see happen. Um, right. Well, and, like which, the, and which again, I was like. Look, it's a, my fault for just getting my news from R NBA, but I think you also have to understand, like, <laughs> but but I mean, like, there are lots that there are lots of people who are not like me, but there are lots of people who maybe just read Twitter or uh, just see Facebook, and so they're not that. That message was probably lost because it wasn't front and center. It wasn't like. The Bucks. These, these are the Bucks' demands, or these are the bucks These are what the Bucks want to see happen. Um, yeah, but, but
0: and and I understand that, but like, I think it's important to understand that that's not one one that's not the Bucks' fault, right? And of course not, not. like no, it's it's, not a, it's, a, it's a failure of the media. They...
1: It's a failure of the media, but it's also it's also a, a, a symptom of the modern media environment where most people get their news from a curated social media stream,
2: right?
0: Yes, and but that is the fault of the person if you're like if I can find out and see the statement and watch the video, you know it's not it's not that hard if you're if you're no, it's like, not. we will we will read every single dumb thing about the n b a that we want and we will seek out and find out everything but You know, that is something that we as fans, I think, have to do a better job, too. But also, to be fair to the media, as someone who works in the media, the bigger story is that the game is canceled. That has to be the headline. You know, I mean, that's that's the catalyst for everything. The details will probably be in the article, but it's like your headline has to be the game is canceled. All games are canceled. MLB is yep. canceling games like this thing is huge. And they're not going to be like, here's the actual thing, you know. Right. Right. So but I mean, like, usually, to...
1: usually if they're if the workers go on strike, there's a specific list of demands. Like usually in that article, it's like the workers went on strike. They are looking for, you know, uh, lowered work hours and a 10 percent pay increase or something like that. You know, so it's like it should be in like the first paragraph. And I don't know if it was in like the first paragraph in terms of what what the players were demanding. So but, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like I found it pretty easily. So uh, maybe it's just okay, well maybe it's the fault of Reddit then. But I mean also I mean <laughs> it's like people are people are busy. People have lives, you know. It's not like, you know, people can't go seek out every bit of information on every topic. And you know, obviously this is an obvious piece of information, but I don't know. I I don't think people should be faulted that much for missing stuff when, Yeah, we're
2: all we're all super busy. Yeah, I dude. totally agree. <laughs> I me especially very busy always. Well, I
1: I'm you know I'm prepping for my classes, I got my in-laws at my house, I got a bunch of kids running around my house. So, but, yeah.
0: but I I think my bigger point is and this is the part I think that bothers me about that more so than how everyone the media handled handled and think and things like that. I think the bigger issue is the default switch of assuming they don't have a plan or that they haven't thought this through or that they haven't uh you know, have a good grasp of it. Like, if you just immediately assume that, oh, they don't have a plan. They just, they're just on strike for whatever. Then I think that says more about us than it does about them. You know? Sure, I guess like, so. I guess like, so, but I mean, especially like- Especially when it- you have s- their team that has leaders that we have seen marched. We have seen them on the front lines learning. You watch the Matisse-Thibel uh, web series- and a whole episode is dedicated to him and the team trying to look for solutions and making real actions. So I think we still, and and I'll say I'm guilty of it too. I'm not saying I'm, you know, whatever. But like this assumption that these young men haven't thought this through. And remember, a lot of these, the, some of the leaders aren't young men. Yeah,
1: right. Chris
2: Paul, Andre Iguodala, they're not young. They are smart
0: and they have this.
1: But they, they, they didn't think it through. I mean, it was like it was very spontaneous. Like the other teams were not planning on boycotting. At least that was that's my understanding. It's like once the Bucks boycotted, it set a domino. But it wasn't like this was a planned thing from all yeah, of the, the other NBA. teams
2: were actually like sort of irritated that they were caught off guard. But it's like the the Bucks weren't trying to create a, that domino effect. They were just they were going to just have it be their game that was forfeited. Yeah, like that was their plan. Yeah. Um, Yes,
0: but but because they're a team from Milwaukee, where this happened.
2: Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, and and a player on their team, Sterling Brown, had a horrible like run in with the police in Milwaukee.
0: Exactly. So so the idea that Milwaukee, the Bucks, you know, like we just assumed they didn't have a plan, or they know people on the ground, or they know, uh, like the fact that they were able to talk to. Was it the lieutenant governor or the attorney general? But whoever, like, they have connections yeah. already. They're very much involved in the community, like a lot of athletes are. And you know, I think we have to get past the understanding that like we can't just assume that they ha- they don't have the connections that we would you know that we don't just because maybe we
2: don't live that life. If that makes sense. I think sure. the other thing that this I mean, exposed a- a- and athletes and, and, are like and maybe, also. Uh, maybe, I mean, probably, like, naivete on my part, at least. But I just didn't even think about how absolutely emotionally drained these guys are, like, from the time in the bubble so far. Like, I mean, a lot – like, it, if you read the Chris Haynes article, like, a lot of dudes really wanted to go home. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I know. <laughs> they, <laughs> this was wanted reported- to get the hell out of there. This-
1: this was reporting like a week or two ago. Chris Mannix was saying this. Yeah,
2: this yeah, is this, yeah. this.
1: This was the foundation for my bet every favorite, basically, because the team that goes down in a series just wants to go home. That was. But I'm talking
2: about like even teams that were, are like playing well and no, I'm sure, we're yeah, going to sure. be in the next round. Like guys are fucking really tired and miss their families like naturally as well i mean i think
1: i think everybody i mean everyone's like that it's like basically any anything that gives my life meaning has been taken away so it's like it's like i mean it's just not the bubble but it's just the quarantine or the pandemic in general and then like how that affects your psyche it's like obviously it makes you you know quick trigger i think probably
0: well this um uh, this podcast hasn't gone away matt are you saying this podcast (laughs) has no meaning to you what's What's going well,
1: on? About, well. To be honest, it's it's it. it def, the podcast definitely has more meaning when we get together in person. Like it, we haven't got together in person in a much, bunch of months. Like that is like a nice aspect of the podcast that has gone away. So
2: yeah, but John, yeah, but for me and John. We get to see you with a filter on, and that's <laughs> yeah, much yeah, more is, pleasing say, for us.
1: This is I great.
0: Say, I was gonna say, you will
2: be shocked
1: when you we, see
0: me in person. We could, I mean, if if we get back to doing it in person, can we just put the screen in front of your face with the filter on? <laughs> can you just hold an? I've, can we tape an iPad to your face with this filter? I've on? I've, I've also literally gained like 13 pounds. <laughs> I
1: don't. I can't stop gaining weight. I've tried everything. I don't know what's going on. I can't. Maybe I just like old now. My metabolism's changed. Finally, I can't yeah. stop gaining weight, and I don't know what's going on. I'm like doing the intermittent fasting. I'm not even eating that poorly.
2: Yeah. Just can't. When you get into your fifties, <laughs> you gain can't. a lot of weight.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm running like twenty or like thirty miles a week, and I'm like still can't lose weight. It's like what is going
2: on? I mean, you you can as somebody who also runs, like you can only burn so many calories. I mean, yeah,
1: it's more. It, the way to lose weight is more on the food, the intake rather Diet. than the exercise. Diet's way yeah. more important than exercise. Yeah. Um, all right, but you cut the, out you cut
2: out the uh, the carbs, the beer. You know. Oh,
1: dude, yes, that's that's probably the issue. I can't get the, the beer. But those are the can't best things. The so oh, can't get. Those, yeah, those are the best things. In, I can in, cut in out life, the carbs, so.
2: but I can't cut out the beer.
1: Come on now. Like, the beer has no carbs in it. Only, yeah. I know. But that's <laughs> but I'd say that's the only thing I live for. So I can't I can't cut out. Can't cut out the beer. Come on now. What else? So Dave, you read this Chris Ains article that yeah. kind of detailed what happened. Do you want to summarize it?
2: Yeah, so basically, um, as we know, the Bucks made their statement. rest of the players were caught off guard. Um, they arranged for this players-only meeting uh, at 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. It was, like, super testy. Um, and then like i mean the my, the biggest takeaway which is like what's being kicked around is that the executive director of the players union this this woman Michelle Roberts was basically bringing up like look like if you guys leave the bubble this is going to screw over a lot of younger players who haven't made their money yet and it's a bad financial situation and Patrick Beverly just kept interrupting her and was like and and said uh we, I, I pay your salary and like told her to like shut the fuck up and like Chris Paul and I, I and um, I forget who else but Chris Paul basically had to be like you like basically you need to leave like <laughs> Udonis Haslam right was it oh yeah yeah, yeah Haslam, Haslam who apparently is still playing uh, <laughs> Haslam, Haslam, told, Haslam,
1: Haslam told Beverly to leave or Roberts to leave
2: ha- no no no, no, no uh, Beverly like Haslam and Paul were basically like shutting him up and we're like like you need to relax <laughs>
1: Speaking of relaxing,
2: TheraOne
1: CBD, designed by the same person who did the Theracun, Dr. Jason. He saw the benefits of using CBD, so he created TheraOne to bring you the CBD products done right. You know, a lot of CBD products claim organic, but contain up to 30% filler, (laughs) like this podcast, maybe 50% filler. Um, And These fillers are potentially toxic But TheraOne doesn't do that Certified organic Now through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th TheraOne is offering our listeners A buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products But you've got to go to theragun.com Slash bluewire If you don't love what you get from TheraOne Send it back full refund within 30 days of purchase This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again Buy one, get one free at theragun.com Slash bluewire but only until Labor Day go right now to Theragun.com slash blue wire. Back to the show.
2: And basically like the meeting fell apart and they were like every like emotions are too high. We need to get back together tomorrow morning at eleven AM. Um but like in that same meeting, uh I the funniest part of the story is that like LeBron was like we're out of here, and the whole Laker team left except for Dwight Howard. <laughs> Why did he stay? Dwight Howard, remember Dwight, Dwight Howard Howard was like, like nah, Dwight Howard's like, nah, this is like entertaining." I'm, I'm... Uh, Dwight Howard Sorry, was Brian, I'm going to stick around.
1: At the, at the beginning of the bubble, when they had like the dance party set up, and he was the only player to show up to, I think but Dwight was, Howard. He just wants was there friend. free candy or no, something. Was Why saying, did he? He was he sticking around?
2: I think he just he like, a stadium. friend bowls of skittles <laughs> he's
0: like okay. uh little...
2: i'm gonna I'll, I'll i'll be right behind you guys i'm just gonna get a little more candy yeah and just to clarify
0: um, uh udonis haslam um isn't playing he actually works at disneyland he uh <laughs> he's that's done, his yes. new job yeah just yeah he's done so <laughs> that's why he was there he was just actually cleaning uh, up he, he was actually bringing okay. dwight howard candy yeah <laughs>
1: Is, he, is right. he still playing though? He's not still playing. Is he's, he? He's actually it's, retired. The, the
2: article said he is. He is rostered. <laughs> what? I thought he's. I thought yes. he was like an assistant
1: coach for the Heat or something. <laughs> I know he's like a Heat lifer, but he can't still be playing.
0: But um, basically,
2: like as expected, like the long short of it is that, um, like they came back the next morning, and LeBron, like LeBron, was kicking around. Obviously, ending the season. And because he decided to not end the season, the season will continue. Right. No, that's LeBron. why like,
1: I thought the season when, when, it, when they said the Lakers voted to, to discontinue the season. I was like, well, the season's done. Like LeBron is it's like LeBron because, you know, that's what before the whole bubble happened was LeBron said they're playing. So they're playing. So right. it's yeah, it's all on. It's all on Bron. So, yeah. OK, so I guess so they'll finish the season. I do think. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, we'll see. We'll see what happens, I guess.
2: We'll see. Um, I, I'm interested to see how this affects like players like play. Um, cause if I, you have like, people, a, cause, there were, people, cause there was like, according to the article, there was, there was a decent group of guys who do not want to play anymore no, and any, they're any, going to be forced to. And yeah. I, it's obviously going to affect the level of play because I, I think a lot, I, a lot of guys are just like not gonna have their hearts in the game anymore and yeah when you know
1: when you the the Clippers the Clippers were the team that voted to leave too and you kind of it was like that wasn't not necessarily surprising seeing how they've been playing with a bit of a malaise like they just yeah. have seemed like they haven't cared that much or some of them you know
2: um and obviously like you heard Doc Rivers like words in that press conference after the the last Clippers game and um if he's saying that to the media, you can only imagine, like, the conversations that they're probably having behind closed doors. And uh, I, I would imagine morale is just very low, as as it, as it should be. Like, like, who gives a fuck? Like, whoever wins this fucking bubble, like, uh, honestly, are we going to be like, oh, fuck, the champs? Yes, the champions. Like, this just feels like, I mean, all sports to me right now just feels like... Kind of going through the motions to entertain people, and um, and it helps the athletes to an extent stay active and like not have to come back like after not playing for an entire year, you know, like so like it keeps the juices flowing and stuff, and so like for those purposes, I think it's like good. But let's be honest,ly this is like we're not watching like real sports, you know? Yeah, it's like I don't know, sort of. I, I, I'm not I, saying the level of play oh, okay. isn't real. I'm saying. saying, like, just the given circumstances surrounding everything. But I think, I do think it just feels think, so, f- f- like, faux, like, like faux sports season. You I know? think
1: the, um, I think whoever wins it will claim it as a title and that fan base will claim it as a well, title. Well, I,
2: I, I mean, of course.
1: And I do think, I do <clears throat> think whoever wins it will have clearly have cared about it. So there will right. be a subset of teams and a subset of players that really care about it. And so. That, and, and I, I, I think there will be a push to be like this, this, this counts. Um, and I, I agree with what you're saying. Obviously it's not real sports without fans, but.
0: And I think it also ultimately. But also ends- just like we,
2: we, 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 the, the whole, like the, there was a huge lull in the season and it came back like with 22 teams and there, like the eight playing games or like the, the eight like restart games. And like, I, I don't know. Like, it's all just like, so like f- phony feeling, you know?
0: I, I see what you're saying, but I would say like two weeks ago we weren't saying that. We were saying this is what this is the greatest thing, you know. When when you had Portland making a run, when you had Mavs winning, you know, you were like this is this is everything. Like this is awesome. Oh, I'm, I, I,
2: but, but I'm not saying that it hasn't been entertaining. I'm saying that like still in the back of your mind, you were like. This isn't really the same thing, but yes, you know? yes.
0: But I actually almost thought of it as a different challenge for the players. Like, yes, right, this isn't right. normal, but it's that's like, true. holy shit! Remember the year that we all lived in a bubble and it was wild, and a team like Portland came back, and Dame did his thing, and the Suns went eight and zero, and you know the whatever storylines that we were at a week ago. Uh, but it's kind of slowed down a little bit because I think some of the favorites have started winning a lot. And now it's like, it just feels different. Also, yeah. but I, I also like there's,
2: there, there's clear correspondence with, um, or, or like correlation between how excited we were two weeks ago and the players probably being excited two weeks yeah. ago. And now the players are like, I'm getting really tired of being
0: here. <laughs> well, I mean, Aaron Gordon you know? was like, I have a knee injury. I'm going home. Right. I mean, Dame, Dame, I mean, Dame went home Dame too. Went home. Dame's gone. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah.
2: Aaron Gordon's like, ah, I have a knee injury. I'm going home. Uh, what? Like two miles down the street. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, hey I think ha- he lives ha- hey, in Haslam, life, Can you grab right. my, oh, uh, I
0: guess that makes sense. Yeah, hey Haslam, can you grab my bags and take me home? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh,
1: all right. Yeah. Oh. Biggest
2: takeaway: Adonis Haslam still around. Still, still a player. <laughs> yeah. you
1: know, the more important. At least he's playing. he's been out. Yeah, that's um,
2: true.
0: True.
1: What else? Anything else? you guys have anything else to say? I mean, of course, we support the players' right to protest. We support Absolutely. Point, you know, freedom. I, to, yep. I,
0: I think to one boycott. thing that's kind of interesting is I saw, and this, this is one that I don't have an answer for, um, and I'm not judging either way, but I think it's just fascinating, is I saw a lot of people saying, like, look, Kyrie was right. You know, like, this is a distraction and things like that. And, and in some ways, like, I think we all knew that, right? We all knew going back was part of a distraction, it was part of a business decision All that. But I think the flip side to it is, had the players never gone in the bubble, they wouldn't be in this position to speak out. No, exactly. Yeah, You okay. know what I mean?
1: And that's kind of that's been my position. It's like, if you really want to make change... If you if you're an NBA player, and you really want to make change. Your best thing to do is play basketball because you will make money and you will have a platform. Yeah. And so, and it's like you you can do a lot. The more money you have, the more essentially the more power you have in terms of the the causes you can uh the causes you can support and then the politicians you can support. So,
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, and when the, when when the season wasn't going on, um you know, we saw like Matisse Tybel and Russell Westbrook and Paul George, like like we saw so many players like marching in the protests that did not grab nearly as many headlines or people's attention as this yeah. has. You yeah. Know?
1: yeah. This, this, I mean, this was on the, like the regular political podcasts I listened to. Yeah. The yes. Russell Westbrook marching in the March was not on it, yeah. but it no. was, Hey, the NBA, you know, uh, boycotted, and then it led to ML, You know, it was like the, the, you know, it was like in the rundown of the political podcast, like introducing the top. So
0: yeah, yeah, right. and and, um, and I think by staying in the bubble, um, they still ha- like have this leverage, especially if you're some a team like Milwaukee who is who is the state. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if they're mm-hmm. game one of the finals, and their demands haven't been made, and they're like, we're gonna sit this game too. Like you don't like that would be more news in the state of Wisconsin than if they were all at home separately. I'm
1: not sure about that. I mean I think I think the people that care about the Bucks are already kinda on that side of let's you know let's 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 bring charges against the officer and I think the people who are I think the people who are on the other side just don't care about the Bucks.
0: No, or, no, no, but I'm saying have, or, specifically or in caring. that state.
1: I I like I said, I think I, I think everybody who Everybody who is rooting for the Bucks, like I, I think, I think people who think people who would be swayed by that are already out. Like I, I think the people who are who I think they're probably like the people who would be for like the Milwaukee Bucks demands are already watching basketball and care. Um, but I don't think you're going to sway anybody else uh, by, by sitting out that game. I think those people have already
0: gone. I don't know. No, no, I'm but I'm talking about well. the team in the league, right? Because now you have owners that are very close to winning a championship. And if you're saying like, okay, wait, so I have two options. I can either win this championship, the thing I've dreamt about for how long I've owned the team and multiple people, or I call my buddy in government that I give $200,000 to each year. And I say, hey buddy, I need you just to arrest this officer. And why don't you do that? And then I can keep giving you my money and we'll make this thing go away or you're really putting a lot of pressure on me personally. See, that's mm-hmm. – that. I think that's why it was so important for the Bucks to do it in this situation because of their direct ties. Like there's no way those owners don't know the politicians and probably paid those politicians. You know what maybe, I mean?
1: Maybe. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if the Bucks owners are actually from Wisconsin though. I think they might
0: be New York guys, but I don't know. Um, but like, they have more power as billionaires who are putting money into this. You know, what I mean, they got they got the city to buy them the stadium not too long ago. They true. have political that's power, true. and if it's that's like, true. hey guys, uh, this is the time I need a favor because I pay for your your politics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. this is right. I think the time where you could really lean into it. Um, yeah, specifically yeah. for that state. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm I, talking yeah. about.
1: I yeah. I do think – I mean I have a wild hot take where I think that – I said this in the chat. I think this is the end of the – this is the beginning of the end of the NBA as we know. And I think there will be a player-owned league within five years uh, basically. I think we will switch to a fully player-owned league within five years because the players have shown essentially how much power they have. Where you know, with, with the decision, we started to see players being able to dictate where they can play. You know, with the rest, with you know, Kawhi resting games, the players are essentially dictating what games they will play in. Now with this, they are dictating when the season is going to be held, and under what circumstances. So they've increased their power, um, and I think we're going to see a lockout coming soon because I do think one of the other fallouts for this, whether you like it or not, will be a decline in revenue for the league. So I think that owners are not going to want to deal with this like if you don't, if you own an nba team it's like a fun toy this is not a fun toy i think owners will want to get out of the league that will lead to lowering the value of franchises i think the tv ratings will continue to fall as like marginal fans are saying like i, I this is a, i want the nba to be a distraction it's not a distraction so, so I'm then
2: te- so, so you're saying so then teams would be like renting the arenas out is that like from the current owners is that where, what do you is mean? that what you're saying
1: no 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 so I'm 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 laying out a situation. So I'm laying right. out I'm laying out what's going what I think will happen. I think the revenues will go down because the value of teams will go down as owners want to sell. I think the fan bases will go down as you have these marginal fans, fans who may care about social justice but they they you view the NBA as a distraction and they they don't want, you know, they don't want to have, you know, their politics mixed with their uh their their basketball.
2: Which no, okay. Uh, I, you, I, you may I, you may I, be I against you. that. I hear I hear you. But like uh, my my point is like so you're saying cuz the owners will still have own these arenas like they're right, going right. to have to play somewhere. So okay. so so you're saying that uh the teams will be owned by the players and the players will essentially rent the arenas out from the current owners? Is that it, like it, let, let, let me let me get to that.
1: Okay? So you have <laughs> so you have lower revenue, lower franchise values, lower revenue. TV contracts too. Whatever the next TV deal is up, I don't I think that TV deal will be way lower. Um uh and so when you have a shrinking pie like that, this is what happened with the last lockout. You get a shrinking pie, then there's more infighting over who gets what, right? You, so there'll be a lockout. During that lockout, the players will say, wait a second. Like, we don't need the owners. We're going to start our own league. And then I think they will just start, they'll start their own league and it'll be something different. Where they play, I don't know. But yeah, maybe they rent the arenas from the owners or something. but Or maybe they play in other arenas. Every city has like, many cities have like arenas that are, you know, that they can play in.
2: Um, yeah, everywheres so not LA or New York. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: just saying it's like the players have shown they have more power. But I, and I do think this will have negative effects in terms of revenue. And again, it's like I'm not saying that's a positive. I'm not saying that that's me. I'm not saying that I'm going to stop watching basketball. But I do think there are is a significant part of the population that will that will stop watching basketball. Uh, um, I I don't think that's likely. But you know what is likely? NFL coming back with SundayTicket.tv. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite team and favorite players, no matter where you live. NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv,
0: promo code because here's the thing i know what i see what you're saying in theory that these things are fun for for owners and that's why they do it but i think that's for certain owners because you also have owners who don't care because all they care about is money right right and we have to look at it as yes the revenue loss might be down a little but it's still a ton of money from their investment. Like, the Sixers were bought for $250 million. Right, right. right. And now they're worth over a billion. Are they? Yes. I
1: I, I honestly, I don't... Because franchise values are determined by... You have a fixed asset. You have 30 teams. There's only 30 teams. So it's a fixed supply. Now, the other half of that is the demand curve. Who wants to buy these teams? I think think a lot of people. I I I think the pool of people who want to buy NBA teams has drastically dropped. Because... They, The reason you buy a team is a luxury item. It's like, hey, this is like
0: a fun thing to have. This is not a fun thing to have. Like you I, have to. But, but see, I told, I, I agree with you. You're right. They do like it because it's fun. But I also think as a monetary investment, it is still a great deal because of what you said. It's I, see, yeah, I, I disagree. It's scarcity. It's I, but every I time, disagree. Every because time there's a team sold, there are plenty of people trying to buy it. Right that because it that's makes the them past. money i guarantee in, in the past, i guarantee you if a team tries to sell right forward, now they will still make i don't money. think so they will I, we'll always see. make money we'll on see
1: this. i think i don't know if the wolves sold or if the wolves are about to sell um but we'll Wolf. see we'll we'll, we'll, the we'll the see the what wolves? happens with that we'll see with what that happens brand, with, wolves? with that franchise valuation oh i think um, they're going to. because here's the other thing i think this is and also this is very this is recency bias Back, back in the lockout of 2010 or whatever it was, 2010 or 2011, like teams were losing money. Most of the teams were losing money and franchise values were low. This, this kind of era where the teams are valued in, in the billions is, is pretty new and it's
0: driven by the TV money, the ridiculous TV and money. And international money. They have expanded greatly since that time. So I think as you, you have so much money – and here's the other thing. You're saying that, oh, some of these – like you do it because this is fun – these mil- billionaires, they invest on so many things. They invest in things that are not fun, you know, and uh, they don't care because that's how they make their money. You know, I have investments in things that I don't particularly think like, Oh, this is fun. It's like, I just think this will make me money. So I think if you're saying, Hey, there's 30 franchises we've seen this thing grow we can make it grow more we haven't even we could go deeper into china we can go deeper into india this thing is expanding it's the second biggest global sport uh we've just started having g league like this thing has so much more to go and on top of it the only thing saving live tv is sports and news so you also i think I think you'll flatline a little just because everything's going to flatline with this economy. But the idea that like sports is a premium now because everything else is streaming. But you need to watch sports live. You need to watch news live. Um, And that's what you're going to go after, you know. And this whole like, oh, it's ratings, it's ratings. Like no one cares about the ratings. They care about the revenue coming in. And they're still making oh, a know, ton of money because advertisers still want that 18 yeah. to 35 demographic. And right, the NBA the, is yep. nailing that. Advertising. Uh, well, the, after, no,
1: the, 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 the ratings have been plummeting. But, I mean, again, the ratings but, this but, but year rating, before the pandemic were down and then they've been even more down uh, after.
0: In the but are they
2: plummeting against uh, like uh, in every demographic or just older people? But see, I think here's, it's here's, here's the, the thing
0: about ratings. Ratings are always going to go down because we don't watch cable TV anymore. We don't watch. Well, we TV. haven't
1: seen that with we haven't seen that with the NFL. and We haven't seen that with baseball. So while the down. ratings, yeah, the baseball's, baseball's definitely down. down. NFL was. I believe baseball's up. NFL baseball was down two, baseball, two years ago.
2: Baseball's had a ratings issue for a very okay. long time. Baseball's especially regional. amongst young people. Yes. Since NFL ratings were down two years
0: ago when everyone. And then they came back up. Yes. You know why? Because it's an election year. That's what people are always forgetting. Every single election year, every time politics grows and that becomes the main thing, sports goes down. And sports has an ebb and flow, right? When you have great teams, when you have in the 90s, when you have Jordan, of course you're going to go up. And then when you come down a little, that's just your market correction. You know? So. NBA with Steph and the way it was going, we had also football was down. So you're going to have this balance. But trust me, we mm-hmm. work. I work in TV, and no one is is worrying. We're we're adding more sports because there's a difference. I read a report today. Since COVID, a hundred million dollars has come back from advertisers buying stuff. Okay, like there is money happening, and people will take the money now. Just because you're not. Making as much money as you used to doesn't mean there's still not billions of dollars coming in. You know, like it's fine. That's like look at the history of the stock market. As long it can go up and down on the short term, as long as it keeps going up, people will buy stuff. So it doesn't matter what the ratings are this year. You have to look at how much money they're making. And again, the Sixers can be bought no, no. for two hundred and fifty million, and they're going to be sold for a billion dollars. And that's going to be it.
1: The, those TV deals were signed, you know, in a previous era. And I, I, we'll see. I, I, I'm probably wrong. I'm wrong most of the time on this podcast, as everyone who listens to it knows.
0: <laughs> um, but also, and, but here's the thing. And then you're right about those TV deals and the way cable is bundled. But what happens in a few years when those deals expire and Amazon can come in with a trillion dollars and just say, like, now nah, you're mine now they have so right, much cash I, apple could just be youtube could just be like we we could buy the nba and it would be a tax write off for us and now the only no, way to watch true. the nba is through us so there's so many right that's true
1: but is, but are 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 these tv are these tv networks
0: you know are they
1: it's not just a ratings issue i mean if 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 games are being boycotted on a regular basis you know that's like a disruption do they they want like regular program. oh
0: of course of so, course of course that yes we so, obviously like need the we need the sports like it's a hundred dollars i just said of advertising money that comes to us we need that um but this idea that i think that there won't be owners who want to buy this or that the league is in trouble i think is just kind of a a misunderstanding of how tv and business works you know what I mean? Right. Well, I – Because I, like I, look at this. I, look at the, you, you watch a show like Seinfeld and you're like 30 million people watch that show. And it's like, OK. And now the next show, uh, your biggest show, of course it would never get 30 million again. But that doesn't no, mean no, John, comedy I, goes I, away. I, look, I understand that. I'm telling you
1: within sports. I mean Ethan Sherwood Strauss has written – this is his issue. And he's pointed out. It's like the, the NBA is unique in its ratings drop. This is not happening in other sports. The NBA has been has been bleeding viewers. And so your other explanations, oh, you know, people are cutting the cord. People are doing this. Well, they would apply to the other sports. And we're not seeing it. And we're especially we're also seeing like local ratings decline, too. So there for whatever reason, there's an ebb in interest in the NBA. And of course, it's probably multi-causal. But, you know, this is a real phenomenon. This is not just, hey, this is just the normal
0: thing of, you know, cord cutting and all that. I I think it's blown out of proportion. I mean, again, yes, you might be in a little dip, but I think when you look back, you'll go, "Oh, that was a dip, and then we go back up." All right.
1: We will see. We will I'll see.
0: Right.
1: I think I I think I I do think this is I think a lot of people are going to tune out. I and I, I I you we you may disagree with that, but I think there will be people or you may disagree in terms of like, "Hey, that's not the right decision for that person, or I wouldn't do that." But I do think you know, I do think there are a lot of people who are like, hey, I like, you know, I'm just like a blue collar fan of the team. I just want, want to watch my local team. Um, and this turns me off. And I'm not. Hey,
2: uh, I'm a Russian bot. This really makes me upset.
1: Russian bots are one thing. And of course, they're Russian bots. And, like, and they're the mega people, the mega people, the Russian bots. Obviously, we're not watching the NBA.
2: But yeah, I do think yeah. there
1: is like there is like a I, maybe maybe they don't. Maybe they don't exist. But I do think there is like a liberal fan who like sees the NBA and says, I just want a distraction. I don't want the NBA preaching to be about social justice, especially when the NBA is, are hypocrites. They're, they're preaching to me about social justice, but they won't stand up to China. They're in China's pocket. And so I'm not going to like this turns me off. Yeah, I don't, no, don't want to be uh, preached to from, from a group of people that are about social justice who, who won't stand up.
0: To no, China. and that's fine. That's of course you're going to have that. Just like you're going to have people who stopped watching the NFL or – you know, or whatever. Or, hey, I'm done with college football because of this. Like, we saw that with baseball, right? Oh, the steroid era. And then we just, we're like, we're done with this crap, you know? But those aren't your, those are your casual fans. You know right. what I mean? But yeah. I think what, what but, I'm trying to say is I think that, those that, casual that, that, that's fans. That's your fit fa- No, no, but I think. That's, that's a large part of your fan base. I think a lot of your casual fans have come in when the league is, was thriving. So it's an inflated base. You know what I mean? When, when what you're saying. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you added the San Francisco market for the last seven or eight years with great enthusiasm because of <clears throat> you moved on to, you know, uh, Steph and this dynasty. This is what happened with Chicago, right? When Chicago's whatever, now you have a, a, one of our largest cities, one of our largest media cities too, having the best team for a decade the ratings in the '90s are going to go up, and then after it, you're going to go kind of plateau for a little while. It's the same thing that's happened, right? We, like it's very simple. It's no one cares about the Sixers when they suck. Now you get a bunch of stars. Now that market is back up to where it should be, and now you're getting more people. Well, I'm also,
1: but I'm also wondering if that's going to happen in the future. I think you got a lot of blue collar fans who are like, "Oh, the NBA," and I'm not now. I'm not talking about the liberals. I'm talking about a more moderate or even conservative fan who would be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm, hey, you know." jordan chicago hell yeah i'm all for this but now they're like wait a second oh the nba that's that anti-police uh group i don't want to support the nba so even if you get a jordan even if you get those stars that blue collar fan base and again this is me i don't know any people like this yeah. I've, obviously i'm like whatever ensconced in my like liberal elite university bubble so i'm completely just speculating wildly um but i you know I, presumably this person could exist who's like You know, the NBA is like a political movement. I'm not into that, even if they get the next Jordan, even if they get they get the next whatever the next LeBron. And
0: I think that's a fair thing to to have a concern for. But I think if in three years, two years, you know, it's a boring ass Joe Biden presidency and things are more normal or everything's kind of fine. And then Zion Williams, because this becomes this phenom that is just you have to watch, you know, then I think that changes it all. You know, I've, it's the same mm. thing with ho- like. Look, I don't watch. That's a good I don't point. watch hockey until all my friends are like, "Yo, you got to watch this new Flyers guy," and now I'm interested again. I don't really like mm. hockey. I like, oh. you know, I haven't watched hockey for 20 years, but now I'm like, "Oh wow, this is actually something interesting." And I think you get that, right? From, golf hey, changes from your lips when to you Gazi have John. golf changes when you have Tiger Woods, <laughs> right? Right. right. <laughs> Boxing I just, I just, changes I, when you I, have I'll, a heavyweight. I'll, like that's what happens, and I think I'll, we're looking at it in in the the small. Uh, Sense of like, look at all these things adding up and it's like, step back, look at the big picture. If in 10 years, uh, I would buy, I would buy stock in an NBA team right now because in 10, 15 years, I'm going to retire. It's still a great business. Well, like I said, from your
1: lips to God's ear, Biden presidency and uh, Zion Williamson being good. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Ooh. What
2: could go wrong? Sounds sounds great.
0: (laughs) I, I
1: I I am I I don't think either of those things. Might, I think either of those things might not happen. So, so I mean I hope they do. Okay. But, well, uh, I don't know about I, Zion, but what, my
0: point being, I think that the thing the the ratings and things change fast, and you have to look at it at the big picture. Yeah, I agree. I think the, I, think uh, I think I think John's track record is pretty good on the big
1: picture stuff, and yes, mine's pretty bad. So <laughs> I think that maybe will give. Give us listeners hope. I, I just say, I, I what about
2: uh, on the little picture stuff? You're also bad on that, yeah. Are there any everything. pictures that you're good at? Or, I, like I said, I mean, before, I guess like being on a paddle board with your son, yeah, those are the good pics. Those are good pictures I look, is when
0: he uses that filter. I, <laughs> yeah. I look I, like, I,
1: like, like, like listeners know my gambling record is spotless during the bubble. I think I've lost one bet. And oh, won, that, like, that's like
2: minuscule picture.
1: Okay, yeah. let me. Let I don't. I have to. I have to check my bets to see if I don't know what happened because I did bet on all the chalk. games that were boycotted. Let me, let me, yeah, bet, so.
2: dude, bet on a dog one of these days, man. Have some cojones. Yeah.
1: I bet on the Thunder dog. I bet. I bet on. I bet on several. Oh, uh, that's I not bet. a
2: real dog. I it's bet a four on the, or five seed
1: matchup. Hey, come on. On. I bet on. I've bet on the Mavs. I've actually won on both Mavs games. So
2: put a hundred dollars on the Magic when they play the next game.
1: Nah, nah, nah. Maybe the we'll Magic, get the
2: forfeit. Maybe we'll the Magic get the forfeit. Already,
1: the Magic are already done. <laughs> like the Magic, the Magic already left the bubble. <laughs> like, the Magic, the Magic left the bubble. <laughs> they're fielding. They're going to be fielding. You know, now
2: Fultz going to go off. Ooh. Oh, I forgot about Fultz. Let me because he's like he doesn't know what's going on. So like you might just go off. <laughs>
0: let me give one last quick example of a real-world situation that I have insight in, um, just to let you know how sports, how this is so wild. When we had the World Cup and the the men's U.S. team didn't qualify, right? right. I won't <laughs> yeah. say, right? Was, yeah. disaster. I won't disaster. say disaster. how much how much money we lost, but it was in the millions because we had so many things planned. For and the Italy US team. too, right? I don't remember. I,
2: I feel like another like really huge team didn't make it, and it was like uh, like it, it just piled on like to like how much like the the world in general was not going to like be paying attention. Yes,
0: much. but in particular, the company I work at, we were right. we had a number of how many millions, and it was large. It was very scary. Like, how are we going to make up for this? We probably have to fire a lot of people. Then what yeah. happened? The world, no, the World Series, <laughs> which we also had, miraculously went to a Game Seven. The money that that Game Seven had, all like practically made up for the loss of something else. So that's what I'm saying: is that in sports, it's like everything could be bad. You get a Finals that is the greatest Finals of all time that literally everyone has to every sports fan has to watch. Then your money's back. Like it's it's a mm. weird, funky thing. Like Knicks if,
2: Kings. Knicks Kings. Hey,
0: seriously, if the Knicks if the Knicks become a huge team, the league's saved.
2: So it's a it's that's a big that's deal. a difference.
0: If if it won't, was... it won't
2: happen. But man, we can Wait, all Dave,
0: dream. Dave, Dave, why aren't
1: you behind my the league? The league's going to transition to player owned. That means Dolan's out. I mean, <laughs> I imagine know. Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley's going to own the Knicks. I didn't the... say I'm
2: not behind it. I, <laughs> I I just don't think it's like feasible whatsoever. Dave has I don't been, been. think it's going to happen. The
0: Knicks fans are in such like. Uh, oppressed mental slavery that they can't imagine them being a better tomorrow they can't imagine yeah. Dolan yeah. Not no i I absolutely can't
2: come on child of the 90s i, I <laughs> at true. least i've had a, uh, a taste of what it's yeah, like for them true. to be good for an extended amount of time like uh, the the fucking the fan bases that have never experienced that my god
0: yeah, well, I mean, that's, is, and that's that, there's, there's. I think
1: all the fan bases have had some. I guess maybe the Pelicans and the Hornets probably are the. I ones. I
2: mean, there, there's such a huge group of Knicks fans uh, who have only known like the mellow years, and I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like how? Like those are the people. I'm like, how do you root for this team?
0: Yeah, and also I would say right. if the league starts suffering to a point, then they will freeze another envelope and hey. get this thing right back where it needs to be.
2: That's why I saw Wob was like the night of the draft lottery. It was like, like we're, we're praying, we're praying for them tonight. I'm like, not worth the freeze. Not this year. <laughs> not worth year. it. Save Don't it, want to it not the freeze next year. year. Next year. When next next year. year.
1: Save, yeah. save it for Kate Cunningham, wherever the star is next year. Yeah, yeah. that's what you got to
2: do. Then we're
0: back,
1: baby.
2: That's right. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, okay.
1: You guys got anything else? Do you want to do shout outs and beefs? Or I don't know. Or Do you want to?
2: Uh, I don't know. Beefing with Patrick Beverly sounds like he's a huge piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like interrupting, uh, just interrupting this woman constantly, like who was like very politely, apparently very politely just trying to explain, like there are a lot of like really young players who haven't made any money yet and you will absolutely fuck them if uh, you yeah. like, you're going to ruin the CBA if you guys just and, walk out. And, 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 and he and was he- just
1: like, no, nah, I, I pay your salary. And meanwhile, the uh, like Eastern European players are just apparently roaming the bubble, just <laughs> drinking and singing and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah shout out to uh, the picture of all the the Balkan boys. Oh, yeah, fucking kicking it. You see that pick?
1: No, I didn't see it. the pick. No, pic.
2: It was uh, Jokic, uh, Luca, Boban, uh, Dragic. Who else was in the pick? Oh, um, Vucevic, and uh, I forget. I I didn't know who the other guy was in there <laughs> so i don't know looked like a picture of a bunch of guys that uh were about to get murdered in um Die Hard five I don't know. <laughs> wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> was it uh
1: wait was it porzingis or
2: <laughs> it was not please you think porzingis is hanging out with them come on yeah okay he, he's uh, off uh you know nursing his uh sore ass weak ass knee
0: oh my god
1: oh i'm seeing this <laughs> headline on reddit Only 20% of NBA players are registered to vote. That is insane. That is. That's that's a big one. That is really not good.
0: That is something I think is fair to criticize them for. Yes. But I also think a lot of them are young and don't, you know, I think the one thing we keep forgetting that these, a lot of these players are like 21 or 20.
2: That's not that, when it comes to voting, like, come on now. Yeah, like, yeah, no. you can no. start voting when you're 16. Like right. Like I mean,
1: I, when I was when I was 18, it was like hell yeah, I can't wait to to vote and
0: sign up as a libertarian. Like I was so stoked. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
2: oh, but, god. But
0: remember, that's because of the way we lived our lives and what we did. You know. No, I, like, understand, yeah, I understand. I, mean? I understand that. I understand
2: that. But like 21 is not a like like a child. You know, like
0: no, not a child. You know, but I
2: would. It's you, one thing for an eight. Like there's a big gap between being 18 and being 21.
0: I know, but I would say. Uh, I If I looked at all the people I knew and you told me that 25% of them are the ones who voted from my high school and a lot of people don't vote, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like I – No, when, sure. When we were in college trying to register people to vote, they go, oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. And those people aren't, you know, playing basketball every 24-7. Like – so no, that's fair. And to be turned off by this system that they've seen not help them, I think is right. You know, like, look, it's 25% of young people vote. So I think we have to look at them as, you know, a part of a large group that is that I bet you all the owners vote because they're all 65 and all sixty-five-year-olds vote. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, they they don't need to vote. They like uh, invest their money in the uh, politicians. In the politicians, so. <laughs> yeah. So they don't need to vote.
0: So yeah, I mean, it is disappointing, but I think, you know, I think I think it's disappointing across the board for Americans. How how little our young people vote. But That's yeah. like uh, I, I voted all the time. Yeah. I, that's, yeah. You know. I don't know.
1: I think I. I I just want people who are informed to vote. So I, I think it is what it is. Yeah. Like, I think if you're informed and you are passionate about it, I'm happy you're voting. If you are not informed, I don't want you to vote. Like I don't want like I don't yeah. want somebody Ky- who's just
2: Ky- we don't need Kyrie voting.
1: I, I don't I don't need just you know like if, if you if you if you can't get yourself to the voting booth,
0: well then you know maybe you don't know enough to vote. So but, but but I, I guess my question is why are you uninformed? Why right. don't you bother to care enough? To read a few things, watch a few videos. Like these kids are on YouTube every day. They're on Instagram. They're, they're they see it. It's not, you know, it's not some foreign concept. I'm look. I'm not talking local elections, right? Like people forget people. Well, skip those, those are in many
1: ways more important. They, I, they are. Would, yeah. would, but no, if you are. told me
0: a lot of people skip the midterms, I'd understand. But when it's this prevalent in the world, and you're still saying like I don't, I don't care. Like that's. You might be actively trying not to be informed, I would say at this point. All right. Which young people do. They they're young. They don't care. They just wanna go to yeah. college and have fun and
2: they just want to go to college get coronavirus. Yeah. Um eat some ass and fucking <laughs> drink some drink some uh, fucking beer and
1: Speaking speak of live eating the ass, life. Yes, my my, <laughs> my my um Where are we going with this? My in-laws. oh yeah. my, my father <laughs> <know>. and mother in law <laughs> They saw some conspiracy video on YouTube, and they're convinced that there's a demon that lives in our shower that eats people's or licks people's ass when they're when they're taking a shower, licks people's butthole.
2: <laughs> and did so you explain been... to them that it's called a loofa? <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: they've been obsessed (laughs) with with exercising this demon there's been all sorts of (laughs) prayers they've been writing stuff on papers and hanging it up in the shower they've been handing it to everybody hey before you take a shower make sure you put this up in the shower and it's uh it's been a big topic of conversation in my household over the past week trying to get rid of this butthole like a (laughs) demon that apparently (laughs) is haunting our shower and uh I don't know. I don't know what ha- this is. A, this is this is this is what a uh, uh, you know whatever Cambodian um, you know Muslim Facebook looks like. Apparently, this is <laughs> this is widespread conspiracy theory that there are butthole licking demons in showers these days. So damn, everything's crazy. Welcome to twenty uh, yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah. everybody is getting fed a steady diet of conspiracy theories from all sources. So uh, speaking of
0: conspiracy theories, uh, gotta beef with every Sixers fan who's pretending oh, God. that Elton oh, God. Brand God. isn't at fault. I can't believe this. This is believe, my favorite. I this is my favorite. Believe this. This, this is, is so oh, I'm so glad wild. That I this
1: I I I see this I've seen this on uh Reddit and I I heard it Oh, I heard it from Borelli who who parroted me the conspiracy theory where Elton Brand is not This the conspiracy theory oh. goes Elton Brand is not at fault. There is a cadre of Colangelo holdovers that are somehow <laughs> running the Sixers, that somehow there's this, this secret cabal. Like Even though Colangelo left, there's a secret cabal that still pulls all the strings, and therefore it's all still Colangelo and his minions' fault. Not the man who is the general manager. The man who presumably has the power to make moves or veto it. He could still say, I'm the general manager. We're not doing this move. No, no, no. He's not at fault. It's this shadowy Freemason-like organization that somehow runs the Sixers. Come on. Come
0: on, Sixers fans. You are fucking brainwashed. Deep State. Sorry. Deep I, State. Sorry. Thank you for saying it because I it, it, it hurts me to have to be the guy that defends Colangelo because I'm not defending calangelo I am just looking at what you are saying to me and it is so outrageous that you are somehow blaming a guy that hasn't been there for two years. It's also, okay, if your case, this, this is what they're saying.
1: All right, there's a cadre of Colangelo holdovers that do all the bad moves. Yes. Okay, all right. So if you're the GM and you can't overrule them, you don't deserve to be the GM if you can't stand the- up to them. <laughs> either way, if your story is correct, you're at fault. Uh, so either Elton Brand made the bad moves or he couldn't stand up against them and stop them. So either way, you're at fault. Sorry, you're a bad GM. It's, it's okay? the same thing.
0: It's, it's like when, when you're like, hey, Hinky shouldn't have drafted Okafor. And they're like, the owners made him. And it's like, <laughs> look, if Hinky can't convince <laughs> the owners that drafting a third fat center is a bad move, then he, he, he's not the GM we think he is. So if Elton uh, Brand yeah. can't convince the other people and ownership that they shouldn't trade three first rounds for Tobias Harris and then give him a max contract, and then can't convince him that Al Horford is slow and old and we shouldn't give him a max contract and he plays the same position as our best player, like, then he's gotta go. It's 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 yes. insane the amount Yo. that these people are doing Good. to try to so many people I've seen being like, you know, Elton Brand, least of our worries. You know, it's not his fault. Uh, they need to, It's nothing's going to change until ownership changes. Like, Jesus, this guy, like, has made the most terrible moves. It's objective. It's not, it's not me. I was talking to Andrew Lynch, friend of the pod, and he said, it. he's like, wait, people think Elton Brand's not at fault? He's like, no, from an outsider, it's clearly him, right? And I'm like, yes, I don't. I, I'm taking crazy pills. I can't understand this place.
1: Yeah. Uh, come on. Come on, people. Have you ever watched Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility. You know, like you get the credit and the blame. Right. That's how it works. OK, if yeah. you're the GM, doesn't matter who does it. You get the credit. You get the blame. That's how that's how it works. All right. So. Even well, it's, if these it's
2: it's 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 clearly because like Brett Brown has been fired. So it's easier to just be like, oh, it's Brett's fault. And like, not blame the guy who still has a job within the uh, organization. No, it's, you know? it's,
1: it's as John is been telling point, us. Yeah, the reason the reason is Elton Brand went on the rights to Ricky Sanchez, and the rights to Ricky Sanchez guys are friendly with him, so right. they will defend him to do no stop. It's yeah. the same That's thing. That's the it's trickle like down. Why, That's the fan base like, trickle down. It's like why you can't get. You should never get close to whatever whoever you're covering because you will be biased. You know, if you know the person, you're just you inherently cannot uh, be unbiased because you just you know them as a person. So right. and also that's why as the super hoopers we pledge to never become important enough to where we know any of these players. Absolutely. Pledges, okay.
0: Except me. Yeah. If I meet you, I've never about Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot Again, about John. I have who never meets met players? Elton Brand. So fuck him. But I met Sam Hinkie and Colangelo, so but, but, they're good in my books. But uh, Jerry yeah, West, you, uh, it. Hey, Jerry West. Jerry West talked yeah. to him on the phone once. Great man. <laughs> Swim, yeah, yeah. The Paul you George played, trade one played, of the best you trades in history. <laughs> trades in history. You
1: played video games with Josh Hart, yes. who is, you know, top <laughs> yeah. top twenty top, player in the league top now. Yeah, yep. yep.
0: Um <laughs> and also it's, what's also yeah. funny too is this like uh weird look, Brett Brown by all accounts one of the greatest, nicest men ever, and just like a good person and all that. But like the defense of him also is like, hey, I kind of remember this year of him losing on the road to every single bad team possible. I've also seen him throw out the wackiest lineups and not motivate his team. We have numerous, mm-hmm. numerous reports of the lack of respect from Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons towards him. Like, yep. why are we, def- like, I like the guy. He's nice, but like, he is a problem too. Like you said, if you can't get your all-star, if you go to the media and say, I want Ben Simmons to shoot one three a game and Ben Simmons actively stops shooting, uh, yeah, he probably isn't the right fit. And it, yeah. it sucks. And he's really nice. And he's a great man. And he'll uh, go and make $4 million for doing nothing. And uh, good for him. But like, sure. let's. why can't we say that People are
2: bad
1: at their jobs. Yeah, I look. I, t- I say people are bad at their they, jobs
2: all the time. Most, Don't look at me, John. Yeah, most smart fan bases can look in the mirror.
0: It's it's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous and it's painful. They're a cult. Yeah,
0: They're a cult. Sixer fan base is a cult. It's a cult. It is. It's a, a right to Ricky
1: Sanchez. Cult. Uh, the Hinky is the god. Colangelo is the devil, and that's just how it is. That that is the ideology. Yeah. Everything bad is. Colangelo's fault. Everything good is is because Hinky. Yeah. And that is Hinky. their that's their religion. Hinky. That's Hinky. their faith.
2: Yeah, Hinky. <laughs> he died for our sins. Hinky, bro. Hinky, Hinky. They bro. literally say Hinky. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's, the, that's a fan base. Yeah. <laughs> whiz! Whiz! Hinky, Whiz!
0: <laughs> it's insane. It's really it. It. I I had to delete Twitter off my phone because it's just like I was just too heated. It's it's so insane that you yep. could claim yep. you're smart and also. Do this and pretend like this is acceptable. Like Jesus Christ, Elton Brand's so bad,
2: so bad. Yep. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of bad moves, a bunch of bad moves. Ugh. What a roller coaster, oh. John. What a roller coaster. It's wild. It has been yeah. for that team the last like five, six years.
0: And the crazy thing <laughs> though is they're really not that far from fixing this thing. Like the I've seen a lot of like oh the process didn't work takes and everyone's dumping on it, but like really. You're you're one coach and an Al Horford trade away from being back to where you should be, you know.
2: Are they yeah? A, are they able to do a redo and like Sarge and um, Covington and Shamit are all coming back or? I
0: think so. I think okay. I think th- I think they have a I think <laughs> Hink, I think Hinky can.
2: Backsies, I think if we hire you back, he would. He once, would sue this.
0: Yeah, once I tell you, once the NBA collapses and it's a player-run league, everything's on the table. Yeah. So. As soon as Sam Hinkie's <laughs> done saving email, which is his new life goal. <laughs>
1: yeah, whatever he's doing, Hinky is inky is I yeah. I, my opinion on Hinky has definitely fallen over the years. Oh. <laughs> so. And
0: I, and and one thing that I think, uh, has been, there, what's funny is. There's, there was criticism of the process. You know, I obviously defended the process and I thought it was going to work and, it, and I, I would say it worked, right? Like, I think this was a smart decision, all that. the two things that I think people were right to criticize the process for, that Sixers fans in the cult denied, right, would vehemently deny, um, have been proven right. One- It's hard to come out of a losing culture, right? And I think we've seen that, not that they can't come out of the losing culture, but I think the idea that if your complaint is Ben Simmons and Embiid aren't taking it seriously enough, I think the complaint of the process that they didn't have uh, the proper leadership there, the proper veterans there, to get them to a place where they understand this, is a legit criticism.
1: Well, I think I don't. I don't think losing culture is the right term. And and you're right. It's It's not. I I think it's. I think it's non-accountability. Non-accountability
0: culture. They did not set a a
1: culture of accountability, um, and then that that has bled over.
0: And that was a criticism I had of Hinkie's plan: is you need these veterans to show these young guys what it is, and and uh, that was a big mistake, I think, and and you're seeing it. And I think the other thing is when other people would criticize the process, they would say, this isn't the only way to do it. You don't have to be this bad. And mm-hmm. uh, the cultists would say like, no, you absolutely have to. We don't wanna end up te- like teams like the Memphis Grizz, or we don't wanna end up like Miami or all these, or the Suns. And then you look back and you go, oh wait, actually they're, 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 pre- they're pretty good spot. Miami, mm-hmm. if you criticize their quote unquote plan and process, uh, you were wrong. Because they're in a great spot. Mm -hmm. If you criticize um, the Raptors, they're in a great spot. Memphis, great spot. As much as the process diehards wanted to criticize these things, these plans of like, oh, you'll be stuck in an eight seed forever. And everyone said, like, no, you don't have to.
2: I think they have proved the process wrong
0: in a lot of ways. You
2: know, you didn't have to. You you just have to have like... Better like GMs. Yeah, have, have better GMs. And- <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're craftier think and and smarter. And yeah, I think
1: ultimately what we see is that competency matters. Yes. And so yeah. your teams that are stuck being terrible are terrible because they have incompetent owners that hire incompetent GMs. It's like Sacramento will just continue to be Sacramento because yep. their owner doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to running a basketball team. Yeah. Um, and I'm not s- same with C- Cleveland without LeBron. It's like. That's a disaster because yeah. the owner of medals doesn't know what he's doing. The Knicks, obviously, sorry Dave, but you know they, they don't they don't have the best yeah. owner, no. and so in your, in your <laughs> they don't. team, and like Miami, Miami is just a very competently run organization, and they may yeah. have the
2: as the, are the Raptors,
1: uh, yeah, they may have the uh, the the idea like we're never going to tank. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad idea because it's just like we're going to be extremely competent and accountable, and we're going to get the most out of our players, and that's how we're going to do. Things. And we're going to nail draft um,
0: picks in the mid in the mid round. And then we're going to yep. wait and star hunt. And then we're going to get our star yep. and Jimmy Butler. And we're going to be where we want to be. Um, so I'm not saying that the process didn't work. It obviously worked. And, I'm, and I think it's great. But I think the, some of the criticisms about how extreme they went is, I think, valid. Because if they had not gone to that extreme, Hinky would still be here. Yeah. yeah. If they had won yeah. 20 games and just pretended... And had like two shitty vets, then maybe Embiid's held a little more accountable and Hinky's still around. So I don't uh, know.
1: Well, I'm glad we could start this podcast by talking about something that's unprecedented that we've never never seen before and then end it with a conversation we've literally had, had every single fucking time so happy we could uh make always that, have to so.
2: check the boxes get a little next talk get a <laughs> yeah, little like fucking yeah, yeah talk about the,
1: pro- yeah. about the process for the four thousandth time <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all right anything else no all right well do we
0: have ad till we'll next week aren't oh, we supposed to read stuff
1: yeah, we have. Yeah, you know me. I'll drive through the tunnel and add those in post. <laughs> I would imagine it,
2: it is a. It is like incredible how long that thera one uh, read is. That one is amazing. It is like insane. We we do we did that on the Sopranos podcast this week, like live, like like John had done, and oh my god, it just goes. It just takes forever, and then Joe Spellman's like fucking commenting like every like other <laughs> sentence. It's like it's like a three minute fucking ad read.
1: Do you want me to read the Thera one, one right now? <laughs> do you want to for the fans? Jesus Christ. No, I mean, I can Dude,
2: do the it Thera right now. Though, I cut. will
0: say, I don't know if you guys use, if you've ever the used a massage gun. TheraGun, I need they to are, get. They are I need good. to get. They're very yeah. good. This I need to get one. This is Thera One though. So. Yeah, this is C- yeah, but you I'm have not,
2: to go to TheraGun.com. Yeah, this is that. This do is that CBD. Yes. Oh, yeah,
1: TheraGun.com. Yeah, okay. Look, I'm, I'm just going to do it in post. Sorry, guys. Like, I got <laughs> I need to go have lunch. Yeah.
2: I'm fucking starving. Use your
1: good mic. Man. All right. All right. All use my good mic. Until next time. All right. See y'all. Till next time. Keep pooping.
2: Keep pooping.
1: Before you go, uh, post roll uh, ad read for Bet Online. Uh, you know, Bet Online is the best place to bet online. Just do what it says. Bet Online. Casino never closes online. Go to betonline.ag, use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE.